Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network, presented by DraftKings. And of course, DraftKings U.S. trading lead is Brennan White. He's Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Brennan joins us every Thursday, the top of hour three. And we welcome in our buddy who's been grinding, of course, had a busy holiday on the trading floor at DraftKings. We say hi to Brennan. Hi, Brennan. How are you? Hey. hey, guys. I'm good. How are you doing? It's great to be back. It's great to have you back. Let's have a little fun to start. I, I'm just, I was curious because I was sweating out some Europa League soccer right before you came on. A- am I the only psychopath across the United States betting it? Or did you actually take a few on Europa League soccer? Maybe Champions League, you get a few more bets. But how about Europa League over at DraftKings today? Uh, you are not alone. We've got, uh, we've got psychos all over the country that are looking to bet whatever's on. So this morning, Europa <laughs> League was, was big. That and the Hero World Challenge. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is. That's why I tell everybody, buy DraftKings stock. Trust me. Um, the, <laughs> handle, uh, the handle on Thanksgiving, we always like to have a little fun with it. It's just three games, but standalone. Everybody's watching. Everybody's got the app out, betting it. Uh, can you compare it now, now that the dust is settled to like a normal Sunday? Uh, I can do you one better. I'll compare it to last year's Super Bowl. Um, as a day on the whole, we took about two thirds of the handle that we normally take on the Super Bowl. So big, wow. big day for us. My goodness. That is, <laughs> that is, oh my gosh. You know what that tells me? I can't wait to hear what the number is this Super Bowl coming up because that is, that is wild. Okay. Um, how did it turn out? I, as I think about it, I'm assuming you did well early game. I'm guessing they laid it with Detroit and they probably had some tease action there with Detroit as well. Yeah, you're spot on. We were very lucky that Green Bay ended up winning that game outright, or it would have been a bit of a bloodbath. Um, you know, too bad for the fans. It couldn't have been more competitive. We did see kind of the live interest drop off as those games were those second two games were blowouts. But on the whole, uh, you know, thanks to the Packers, things things went fairly well for us. Uh, but you know, we did have 
a handful of customers that stayed away from that early game and, and had a good night and um, you know are hopefully looking to uh, rebet some of that come this week. Okay, Brennan White joining us here. Sharp Money, thrilled to have him. U.S. team lead. They're on the trading floor at DraftKings. You can find Brennan on Twitter, Brennan White 14 So who are they taking tonight? Talk about where you opened Dallas hosting Seattle. Talk about kind of the, the line movement, where it sits, and where they're betting it. Yeah, this one's pretty straightforward. We opened with the Cowboys as a seven-point favorite on that key number, uh, total 46. We're up to a total of 47, and I believe we have the Cowboys in minus nine. It has been one-way action. Looks like we just went to nine and a half, actually, uh, just now. Uh, I'm not surprised by that at all. It's been one, one-sided on the Cowboys all week. I assume it will continue that way until kickoff. The Cowboys haven't lost or haven't won a game by less than 20 points at home this year. They're on a three-game blowout streak. The Seahawks are you know, finally getting healthier on defense. Adams and, and Wagner seem fully healthy, but offense is a mess. Obviously, Geno's banged up. No Kenneth Walker. Uh, you know, they've got their, their right guard out for tonight, so we're going to see a rookie in there. I imagine Michael Parsons will have a pretty big night. Um, so, yeah, this is pretty much one-sided action. Has been all week. Will probably be. You might see us get to 10. Uh, we're going to need Seattle tonight. Interesting. Might get to 10. Something to take note of. Uh, how about the total? Where'd you open? Where are you sitting? Where are they betting it? Yeah, we opened at 46 and a half. We're at 47 and a half. Obviously, big, big primetime game, popular team, good offense. Not surprised that we've seen action on the over. But this is a situation, you know, primetime unders have been popular. Could be a blowout. Might not see as many points in the fourth quarter. The one thing that I think people look at with the Cowboys in particular is late in games, they tend to just generate turnovers. Obviously, we saw Bland have a pick six at the end of the Washington game last week to send that over. Uh, I think, you know, people are not going to be dissuaded, even in these blowout situations, from betting the over uh, until the Cowboys kind of stop pressuring their opponents late in games when they're up big. How about a prop? Brennan White joining us is one I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but does one stand out that they're hitting tonight on Thursday night football to kick off the week, a prop either way? Yeah, I'm probably not surprisingly, but CD lamb first TD has been very popular. Uh, his anytime as well. Uh, if we want to get a little more interesting, uh, we do have uh, most first quarter uh, rushing yards and people like Zach Charbonnet. So, Interesting, you know, with them being the dog, um, but I think, you know, maybe people watched him in college and, and liked him there and think, you know, Walker's out, he's going to get a lot of touches. Um, so, yeah, interesting one. You know, something that Brennan just said I think is so key. It is it when he said people watched him in college and like him, that is something that's suggestive like that is how betters bet. So, again, just to be clear, they, oh, that kid from UCLA, I remember Charbonnet. And then they use that as kind of the, their memory catches up with them college to pro. I liked him in college. Uh, I want to bet a prop tonight. And so it's suggestive. I, I like that you said that. How about – um, let me go to a game I'm obsessed with just because we were talking about a month and a half ago. If we had the Pac-12 rematch, that being, of course, Washington and Oregon, where would the number open? We had a bookmaker say seven with Oregon laying it. We're like, oh, my gosh, we're blown away. Well, guess what? It's nine and a half. What's going on there with this game at DraftKings? Yeah, this is uh, we opened at nine. It's sitting at nine and a half. It 
probably won't get to 10. The action's been on Washington, especially on the money line. I think a lot of the sort of more casual college fans kind of can't believe that the number is as high as it is. You've got undefeated Washington. They've already beaten Oregon. They're playing on a neutral field. Like, it seems hard for a lot of people to see how mismatched this matchup is, but we we have Oregon power rated as, I think, 11 points better than Washington. Their offense is better in almost every way. There aren't many quarterbacks that can match up with Michael Penix, but Bo Nix is one of those. Uh, you know, they have a, a better defense. And just looking at recent performance, Washington has kind of scraped by to get to this spot. And Oregon, outside of their loss at Washington in the game that they probably should have won, has been dominant. So I think we're probably going to see a, a blowout. But the betters think Washington can, can hang in there and, and cover and maybe even win. My assumption is they're going to lay the price with Michigan. It's fa- for a bookmaker, this is a fascinating game, Michigan-Iowa, just because, I mean, we can make the jokes about Iowa, but you've got a total right now of 34.5 at DraftKings. And, you know, Michigan's going to score 38, 39 points themselves on average on a game. So this is just it, – it's a hard one to book because you know everybody wants to lay it with Michigan too. This is a very difficult game for us to book. Uh, you know, Iowa's team total under a touchdown. And you don't see that very often, especially in a major conference championship game. I just don't really see how we can put a number up that will attract Iowa money outside of the state of Iowa. Um, You know, people have seen Michigan. They just beat Ohio State. They look really great. Iowa can't put up any points since they lost McNamara. So probably see a low-scoring game. It'll be interesting to see if Iowa can hold Michigan in check on offense. But Michigan's defense is also one of the top five defenses in the country. So it's very hard to see Iowa putting up enough points to win this game. They might need to score on defense to stay in it. What are they doing with Georgia and Alabama? I'm probably going to look ridiculous on Monday because the injuries are adding up for Georgia, but I just, I love them in the matchup. You're sitting DraftKings five and a half. Um, Where'd you open and what are they doing with it? So this is an interesting one. We opened four and a half. We're up to five and a half. The money's on Alabama, but all of our sharp actions on Georgia, which is very rare for it to be on a favorite of more than a field goal in, in a tight matchup like this. But I think there's a pretty big gap between the sort of talent of these two teams. And yes, like you mentioned, Georgia's got some injury concerns, but I think this is a spot again, where, you know, the public's going to be on the underdog betting that money line at plus money, big name team, but ultimately, Georgia's just the better side. Obviously, they'll have to execute. Um, this isn't sort of the same situation as Oregon-Washington, where this could turn ugly quickly. Um, but we do have Georgia power rated much higher than Alabama. We think that they're the best team in the country. Um, and I don't think kind of the injury concerns will be enough for Bama to eke one out here. I got a weird one for you, Brennan. Which conference championship are you noticed like the most action on? And is there any correlation to what areas in the country DraftKings is currently available in? Yeah, that's a great question. So question. the game, the game that's taking the most money right now is Oregon, Washington. Uh, we are in or- Washington and, and Oregon, but I think that has more to do with the fact that it's a Friday night primetime sort of standalone game for the Saturday games. Uh, we've noticed quite a bit of action on the Big Ten game, even though it's a 22-point spread, even though it's going to be ugly, even though it's up against you know the ACC championship game. And I think that is because we have 
a lot of betters in Michigan and Iowa. Iowa particularly is a state that we've been in since we launched, uh, and we have a very sort of dedicated base of betters there. So I think that does contribute to the fact that the turnover for that game is as high as it is. Good question, big guy. The uh, just we only have a minute here, Brennan. What where are you sitting with Louisville and Florida State now? Right now, as a number. Yeah. So right now, uh, we have Florida State as a slight favorite. I believe we're at two. All the money's on Louisville. I think this is just a situation where people know Jordan Travis is out, and Florida State is not the same without him. They can get plus money on Louisville as a dog. It's hard at this point of the season to to rate a team without the quarterback that sort of carry that team on their shoulders for most of the season. So this is one where, as we take more money, you could see us move closer to pick. Um, but it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup for sure. Beautiful, Brennan White, of course. Make sure you check him out on Twitter at Brennan White fourteen. DraftKings US trading lead. Thank you, Brennan. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Okay. We've got some news, not just championship week and college football betting, but the transfer portal is blowing up as we speak. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. I just gave the big guy a little homework assignment. I want to bet the early game, but I didn't cap it today, and that is Trailblazers Cavs. So I told him to dig around and find me a prop by the time I get done with this live read. All right? Juice Reel is free. It's free betting intelligence, and it's an app and a tool that every better needs. Juice Reel links your betting accounts into one app. 
delivers in-depth analytics on your betting history, yet there's much more. At Juice Reel, you can have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users, so it's a community. This is in-depth betting analytics with billions of data points, which enables you to tail the winning bettors and fade the losers. Juice Reel has also developed an artificial intelligence bot using the data from all Juice Reel bets. Robo Jackson is picking winners at a rate of 60% through more than 100 games. Pretty good. Find out for yourself. Download Juice Reel. Juice like orange juice and real R-E-E-L. Download the free app in the App Store or Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Reel. Juice. R-E-E-L. Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you in. Happy holidays. Last day of November. I told you off the top, get that shopping done, because I can tell. I, just from the vibes I'm getting from you, you're a procrastinator. Get it done, get a card, make sure you do it. I've got another prop. I've actually got two props on tonight's football game, which we'll get to. I've got another basketball prop. Let's see if the big guy got his homework assignment done. I gave him about a minute 30. You could tell that I was reading the juice reels uh, read a little bit slower to give you some time to study. I will tell you we've got Miles Simons coming up, pro football talk writer, in just about 14 or actually about 10 minutes. So let's see if you pass the pop quiz. Dustin Sweetelson, live in Las Vegas. Well, I mean, I appreciate you giving me a really, like, good headliner game with a lot of names that jump out to you. Cleveland Cavaliers and the Trailblazers. One note on, on Portland that's fascinating to me. They played Indiana their last game. I think it was on Monday. Score was only 114-110 against Indiana, who's just the, the king of overs at the moment. I imagine the total was probably set at 240-ish on that one. So that one actually would have went under. That's how bad they are. Uh, but they did limit Indiana, so credit to them. Uh, what I look I'll at tell you what I was thinking and tell me if this even crossed your mind. My initial instinct was immediately to jump to Jared Allen props. So I thought about that as well. It was either Jared Allen for me or Darius Garland just because Donovan Mitchell dropped 40 last game. So that means I'm staying away from him. He's not doing something like that again. Uh, and also, just as a teaching, again, because of the 40, his number is going to be inflated tonight for points. Yeah, and they're facing DeAndre Ayton. And the question is, do you think Evan Mobley can eat DeAndre Ooh. Ayton's lunch? But what? So you're looking at Ayton props. Well, no, I'm talking about Mobley versus Aiton. That's the key then if you want to bet Mobley because it's a weird spot where you actually have two legit centers, right? It's a weird spot. Normally when I attack centers, it's because I think someone doesn't have a really strong front court. But say whatever you want about Aiton. He's averaging 13 and 11 this year for, for this rebuilding Trailblazers team. Uh, you, are you giving me permission to say whatever, whatever I want about DeAndre Aiton yes. or is that just a figure of speech? No, I know you don't like him. No, I have nothing to say about him. <laughs> I just know this. The Detroit Pistons, and at this point, who freaking cares? But they were about to trade for DeAndre Ayton, and I was hoping they wouldn't. It's not the type of player I want. So thank you for your permission. I did say whatever <laughs> I wanted about DeAndre Ayton. Um, I, You're struggling. I'm str did, you know what? You're did, struggling. Here's the one guy. I, I would actually look at Portland because in this matchup, I prefer to bet on the bad team. I'd look at uh, Malcolm Brogdon. That's a guy I like betting on. Do his combo. That would be my lean here. 29 Dumb. and a half. Fine. That's I'll a, bet that, it. That's where I'm at. 
that's where I'm at. I'll bet it. And halfway through the first quarter, I'm going to text you whether or not I like you or don't like well, you. Well, no, like I'm concerned about going back to the well with Garland because we did well one night. He let us down the next. It's like, do we want to go a third time? Also, he's got his backcourt back. So yeah, Mitchell's he's playing. Sharing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and Levert's usage playing. Rate, usage is going to go down, no doubt. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. And this is not rhetorical. You can say whatever you want about it. Sorry. The Julius Randle. If I were to ask you, who's the best assist guy in basketball right now? Is it Tyrese Halliburton or Julius Randle? Because I'm not kidding when I tell you that I have been going to the well on Julius Randle so freaking frequently. It is unbelievable. Like, you know, I don't like him as a player. You know, I find him awkward. You can't win with him as your one. I don't even know if you can win with him as your two or three. I don't know. He's just not that type of player, right? But he is an assist guy. And I'm going over four and a half tonight against the Pistons. Why? A ton of possessions, a lot of space against this Pistons. There's just going to be opportunities abound. And Julius Randle, who's a great passer for a big, uh, you got to lay $1.40 at DraftKings over four and a half. So, again, you're going to have to lay a little juice. He's averaging 5.2. He's gone in his last 10 games. He's gone over this four and a half, eight times. Uh, This is to me, you start attacking these type of teams. Like for example, Orlando is a defensive team, but Orlando last night, who were they playing? Washington. What did they do? Shot like 62% from the floor. You have to start looking and hunting for these teams like the Pistons. Dustin mentioned it earlier. It's a great point. Back to back after getting embarrassed at home to the Lakers. What do kids, and yes, we're talking about children here on the Pistons. It's the youngest basketball team in the NBA. What are they going to get up for? They're going to get up for playing against their hero in LeBron James. The Pistons tried and lost by 26. Now they got to turn around and fly to New York. New York to these kids in Madison Square Garden doesn't mean anything. We used to talk about that all the time. Like the angle is coming to New York. No, no, no. They don't care. And again, they're already deflated. They just lost their franchise record 15th straight. So it's not like they're playing to stop that streak. The streak's gone. Now, Bogdanovich might be back tonight for the first time for the Pistons. And he'll give you 21 points. He averaged 21 points per last year. But we're not talking about a side. I'm talking about Randall over four and a half assists. And I told you Jalen Brunson over 23 and a half points tonight. It's up to 24 and a half. Play it. Yeah. Uh, So I just went back, look, last three games, Detroit opponents, the big men, what they did. Miles Turner, not really known for passing. He had two assists against them. Uh, When they played Washington, Gafford, really not an offensive guy, two assists against them. And then the Lakers, Anthony Davis had four against them. I cannot argue with, the, with your play and also the lack of perimeter defense with them being such a youthful team. I think when Randall hits a lot of those guards, R.J. Barrett and Brunson for these looks, they're going to knock down their shots. So I, I like the play, even though I think, look, when it comes to Julius Randall, you better bet him on November 30th because when it matters, you can't bet on him. No, you just laid down an edict about your boy Julius. Yeah, you just can't. Look, look, certain players can get you to the – postseason right get you to the postseason you're gonna say get, promise land no postseason postseason no but, you wanted to say no, promise land i did not don't put words in my mouth don't put words in my mouth i put enough stuff in my mouth i don't need you putting words in it also uh yeah i remember what i was saying julius randall when the playoffs come he is irrelevant and does not play a role in succeeding in the nba 
Okay. Can't take you to the There's no line. need to get defensive. I, I, I totally agree with you. And also, I think they have a head coach that absolutely coaches. I'm not talking about a game like his life is on the line. I'm talking about every possession <laughs> like his life is on the line. And let me count how many. Oh, 82. Okay, that's a regular season. By the time the Knicks get to the postseason, your boy has absolutely worn him to oh, the bone. That's true. It feels like a guy who has to change his undershirt at halftime every game, Tom Thibodeau. Uh, I have a question for you because I want to know if you've noticed something on the show. Um, I might be admitting something I probably shouldn't tell everyone. Uh, My beard. Have you noticed anything different about it? Let me see. No, it's just as big and thick and gnarly as ever. It's not as thick as you would think. Wait. Wait, hold on. Did you dye it? I've been dyeing it for the past month. And I was I, hoping. Do, you, know, you know what? I didn't want to say anything. It looks fuller. But it looks, it looks rem, like shoe polish dark. Yeah, it, it, we went a little too. We left it on a little bit too long. Why are time. you dyeing it? Because the grays just like, it doesn't look as sharp and lined up. I like that those crispy edges. And you don't get that when the grays are in there. The grays make it look like washed out a little bit. So. Gray is sophisticated. I got so much gray going on here. Like, well, who cares about gray? We're grown-ass men. You're a what hippie. What are you trying to accomplish? You're a hippie. Dude. I'm not a hippie. A hippie because I have gray in my beard? This is just what God gave me. No, you would never like, dye your hair because you're a hippie no. and you're just like, everything's peaceful in the world. Like, no, I saw like, Fish was, no. pl- I was going to text you, Fish is playing the sphere. I swear I don't I even like you fish. Go. You love Fish. No, but no, but here's the thing I want to ask. Like, a genuine question. Like, don't, don't you believe that chicks appreciate a sophisticated look? Oh, this isn't for anyone but me. I like the way but it But what looks does it better. do for you? You know that you're, you're cheating. And you know that you're artificially enhanced. Doesn't it make you feel like, I don't know, a loser? Uh, I pay a lot of money to hang out with women who are artificially enhanced. Oh, man. Okay. You're going to hear from Bryce Young on firing Frank Reich because apparently that quarterback did it. No, I'm just playing. It's Tepper. But you'll hear from him. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we've got to take a break and talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always debating here on Sharp Money who's number one. Well, Zen nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z Y N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, we got you back tonight. Week 13 kicks off in the NFL tonight. You're looking right now, DraftKings, nine and a half. Somewhere between, toggling between nine, nine and a half. You heard from Brennan White from the trade floor. It could get up to 10. Probably get bought right back down to nine and a half. But Seattle at Dallas. To talk about that, um, Miles Simmons is going to join us here. Pro football talk writer at Miles A. Simmons on Twitter has covered in the past the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Rams, which are some interesting teams to talk about. Hi, Miles. How are you? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining. Let's start with the Panthers. We'll get to Thursday night football here in just a little bit. So... Shocked? Surprised? Reich is out, and then we can dig deeper into it. Were you surprised? 
Not at all. I mean, after the reports came out that uh, David Tepper was screaming a four-letter word <laughs> coming out of the Panthers' locker room when they lost to the Titans on Sunday, I mean, it, it seemed like it was a matter of when and not if David Tepper would move on from Frank Reich. And look, he's got a quick trigger finger when it comes to getting rid of coaches. This is not just something that's happened in the NFL with him. I mean, it's Really, you look at the MLS team that he brought to Charlotte, and it's just been coach after coach over the first couple of years there. So it was looking really, really bad for the Panthers, especially on offense. And Frank Reich, I don't think he forgot how to coach, but it was very clear that whatever he was doing for Bryce Young was not working. And all of the surrounding stuff that went into that, it, it just it didn't shock me that Reich was let go. The only surprising element of it really was, I guess, that it happened now as opposed to later December, right? I mean, even Urban Meyer got more games than Frank Reich. Nathaniel Hackett coached more games than Frank Reich. So I guess that is the only surprising element. Miles, let's follow up on that with Bryce and Bryce Young. And I'm sure you have, still have a bunch of friends covering the team what do you hear about the kid and just overall analyze Bryce Young, the number one overall picks performance this year? Well, I think the, the worst thing that could have happened to Bryce Young has happened in that CJ Stroud has looked like one of the best rookie quarterbacks in NFL history. And so whenever that kind of thing happens, you're going to get compared to him and that might not be fair, right? I mean, how many rookie quarterbacks have we seen come out of the draft and just not really look the part that you would necessarily expect. And I think that goes even doubly for Bryce young when he's coming from a program like Alabama and we've seen him have success for years and years. So it's not like we are unfamiliar with who this guy is as opposed to like a Drake may. I don't know how many people have really been watching Drake may all that closely at UNC. And so what he's going to come in and look like next year, that's a whole different story. So, but I think Everybody that I've, I've talked to and everything that I've read and everything that I've heard out of uh, Charlotte has been that Bryson's got a great head on his shoulders. He is trying to do everything he can to make this into a more positive situation. He is taking accountability. He's accepting blame. He's maybe taking more blame than he should. But right now, I think the biggest overall problem is that he just was not really set up for success this year. And whether you want to say that that has more to do with the head coach choice and Frank Reich, you know, the fact that they went and they tried to meld two different offensive philosophies, maybe three different offensive philosophies between Frank Reich and Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator. You had somebody in Jim Caldwell who was there and now is going to work more. It seems like with the quarterback, it just, all of this stuff, you know, you talk about too many cooks in the kitchen. I think that that played into it. And so we'll see what Bryce Young can do over the course of the rest of this season. But I mean, I, I think the, the thing that David Tepper's got to do is find somebody who can get the most out of Frank Reich, or excuse me, out of Bryce Young. And obviously Frank Reich couldn't do it. And I, it reminds me a little bit of the 2016 Rams when you had a Jeff Fisher and an offensive staff that just was not competent enough for that number one overall pick. And then you hire a Sean McVay and boom, the thing takes off. I, that's exactly what the Panthers have to do. Not easy to do that and getting the head coach right, but that's what they need to do. Yeah, that's well put. Miles Simmons, pro football talk writer, joining us here on Sharp Money. Week 13 kicks off tonight in Dallas. 
at Miles A. Simmons on Twitter. You wrote Pro Football Talk. You wrote about Sean Payton talking about C.J. Stroud. Of course, those two teams uh, playing each other this weekend, Denver at Houston, Houston's lane three. Let's talk about the two teams. We'll start with Denver. Uh, A little surge here. Do you think they're legit? I do, and it's really interesting because you never would have figured that after they gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins back in September. But the way that they're playing is sustainable in a lot of ways because they're not doing too much on offense. Russell Wilson, I think, has really adapted to what Sean Payton wants and how they function. Uh, And then defensively, they're playing a lot better in part because they're taking the ball away a lot more. They've had – uh, in the last, and this was in this article that you just referenced, but now I don't have it in front of me, so I hope I get it right. But in the last four games, the Broncos have amassed 15 takeaways, which is ridiculous. I mean, they had five, I believe, against Buffalo Bills, and then they've had four and then three and three in the last couple of weeks. So they are taking the ball away a lot. That's playing to their strength, which then allows them to control the ball and control the clock. That, that's part of what I think is sustainable. What's also interesting, though, I mean, you talk about C.J. Stroud. He's got the lowest interception rate of any starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, he's only thrown five interceptions so far this year. So that's one of those things where it's like, okay, uh, the big force goes up against the immovable object. We'll see which one will break first. But I, I do love the way that C.J. Stroud is playing, and I think this is going to be a really interesting matchup because the the team that wins this not only gets to seven wins, but also you pick up a conference win, which is very, very important in those tiebreakers. And all those AFC teams are kind of bunched up there. So those tiebreakers are important. Yep. 15 games, four games for Denver, 15 takeaways, four games for Denver. You nailed it. Good memory. Um, Opposite. (laughs) Obviously Houston well ahead of schedule at six and five, a tough loss this past weekend. I still think they get to the postseason. Where are you on the Texans? Yeah, I, I think they will too, and mainly because of the way CJ Stroud is playing. And he's kind of this unflappable guy. You know, you don't see that a lot with rookie quarterbacks. And obviously, you know, we're talking about Bryce Young. It's just not necessarily been the case. But I think that what the Texans have done really well is just set this guy up for success. And you bring in somebody in Bobby Sloak, his offensive coordinator, who's running one of the most successful schemes in the NFL right now, coming from the Kyle Shanahan tree. And we see where that's worked also in Miami, right? I mean, you've got tentacles with Sean McVay in Los Angeles and also going up to Minnesota with Kevin O'Connell. So we understand that this is a system that works. And, you know, Matt LaFleur, of course, as well um, with the Green Bay Packers. So that's part of why I have the kind of confidence I do in that team. And I also think that that defense, the more they adapt to uh, D'Amico Ryan's, their head coach, they're just going to continue to get better and better. They got a lot of talented guys, a lot of highly drafted guys on that defense. So I think that those kinds of things will be able to help them get to the postseason. Totally agree. Miles. Um, Simmons joining us here, Pro Football Talk. Just two minutes to go. Why don't you give me your take on tonight's matchup? Seattle needs it. They're kind of hanging on by a thread with the postseason. They're big-time dogs in Dallas tonight. Who do you like? I like Dallas. And, you know, I, I like the way that Seattle plays. I love Pete Carroll. I think he's done an incredible job over the last decade plus of keeping that team really, really relevant, really competitive, adapting, adjusting pretty much every year. But I don't know that Geno Smith is healthy completely. They have said he looks night and day better than he did from that short week last week playing San Francisco. But 
Dallas is a bit more of a desperate team in some ways in that they know that if they want to get to the top of the conference, they've got to keep winning, right? Even if Seattle loses this game, they still have a chance. But the other thing about Seattle, I mean, they're playing four straight games against the top three teams in the NFC between San Francisco, Dallas, um, and then also the Philadelphia Eagles, who they've got, I believe, next week. So, and they play San Francisco again. So it's just a really, really tough gauntlet for them. And even though they had the extra, it's not extra rest, right? You're playing all week to week, Thursday to Thursday. I just feel like this is Dallas's game. And the way Dak Prescott's been playing as well, it just feels to me like Dallas is going to be able to do everything they want to do to control this game and win this game. Great stuff, Miles. Enjoy the articles as well. Miles Simmons, Pro Football Talk. Make sure you go check out the articles. He's got one on Nick Sirianni talking about being a dog to the 49ers. Interesting stuff at Miles A. Simmons on Twitter. Thank you. Enjoy the football, Miles. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys too. Take care. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, big guy, we talked about Bryce Young and, you know, your love for Frank Reich. When we come back, we actually have Bryce Young talking about Frank Wright getting fired. Like, I think it would be impossible, and we'll have our plays for tonight. I think it would be impossible to find somebody that says bad things about Frank Reich. Maybe Bryce, who seems like a positive kid. We'll see. Coming up next, Sharp Money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on 
on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app for new customers. Use the promo code SHARP, S H A R P. It's a great deal. You can do it tonight with Dallas hosting Seattle. No sweat, same game parlay every day for everyone at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Got you back here, Sharp Money. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, the big guy, live downtown Las Vegas, Fremont Street, sitting in front of Bar Canada at the D. Our office is set up there, do a great job. The whole crew back in the closet today, Matt and the rest of them, appreciate you guys as well. I just found this. We've got plenty to do, including our picks on the way out for tonight. So Harbaugh's going to leave Michigan. Like, it's just a pain in the ass for him right now. I don't know if he's going to be forced out. But again, remember, and I think this is important with Michigan, you know, on their way to the final four, they're not going to lose to Iowa. That's a lock. I think what's important to note is you take a look at the timeline with Harbaugh and Michigan. He had to take a pay cut after the, after 2020, after that COVID season, like there were, it wasn't about people thinking, "Mm, should we keep Harbaugh? No, the fan base wanted Harbaugh gone. It was about the administration sticking by him. Because remember, prior to 2020, Harbaugh hadn't beaten Michigan or Michigan State, really. I mean, he had just struggled. Now, he's been on a roll over the last few years. And obviously, back-to-back appearances in the Final Four. Now, he got beaten the semis both seasons pretty handily. But he's back. And, you know, he took a pay cut at Michigan. And he's rewarded them because he's done a hell of a job. But there has been constant and I'm not just talking about stallions with the stealing signs you know there was an assistant fired for unsavory reasons with the computer they fired the the linebacker coach you know the linebacker coach that was fired was Rashawn Gary's high school coach I believe oh remember and that's how it works it's payola in the sense of hey Rashawn Gary at the time was the best player in New Jersey hit Harbaugh goes and recruits him and says, I want you to come play for us. And to get him, uh, we'll bring your high school coach with us. Look that up for me just to make sure this is a fact check me, but I'm almost positive. And that's the dude that was the scapegoat and fired a couple of weeks ago as linebacker coach. What, it, there's just a lot going on with the program. All right. And so I bring it up because there are a couple teams interested in Harbaugh coming back to the NFL. And remember, Harbaugh's won everywhere. One at Stanford. He won at San Francisco. Uh, he's won at Michigan now. And he'll continue to win. He's a good coach. He's a weird dude, but he's a very good coach. Um, and I just think it's too much. There's a lot on the program. You know, recruiting tends to weigh on you. He's going to need a quarterback after McCarthy leaves. So I think he's going to leave. So we know the Bears. Was I right on that? Uh, yeah, he coached at Paramus Catholic, used his ties yeah, to, to bring in Jabril Preppers and Rashawn Gary. Okay. So they fired him. As I don't a know if he was coach. necessarily his coach though in high school. Okay. Fair same enough. Same area. Uh, the, the bears are obviously in the mix for Harbaugh and he's been linked to the bears in the past. Do you know the other team right now that is in the mix for Harbaugh? There are two teams. Oh man. Per the athletic. The Raiders? The Panthers. But again, you know, the, the name that I keep on hearing with the Panthers, and here's my question for you. Why the hell would this dude take this job? Ben Johnson. Like, there's, 
And you, you sent me a text yesterday that Ben Johnson sending down, he's texting plays to the coaching staff. Excuse me. That David, David Tepper. Tepper was texting plays to the coaching staff. So apparently he's heavily involved. I guess you can do that when you spend $5 billion of your own money or whatever it was. But Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson is legitimately going to have his pick. He can go wherever he wants. He can stick around for another year and get paid a fortune to coach the offense in Detroit. If he doesn't like the head coaching job, like it would be so short-sighted of him to leave Detroit and take a job like Carolina, where you don't have skill, where you don't have an offensive line and you don't know about the quarterback and you have an impetuous owner. Why would he take that job? You don't have to. He's going to have other opportunities. Yeah, I think the reports were that Tepper really likes him, though, that he interviewed last time. I think he made it late in the in the rounds of interviews, and he was one of the guys that Tepper was really into. I think that's part of the deal. And when you have a guy like Tepper, he may like other jobs better, but Tepper might be willing to pay more. So you said Tepper's a donk. Why would you go play for that guy that's going to fire you when he's in a bad mood one day? I agree, but Ben Johnson's young enough. Maybe he that's what he cares about. Yeah, I don't think I don't want to deal I, with that. You don't want to have that stank on you. I don't it's think the, way the money matters as much as people make it out to be when it comes to a lot of this coaching stuff. Course, you want to be money's successful. going to be a difference of a million dollars either way. It doesn't matter. Well, no, if you're taking He's the, getting paid a fortune. He got a huge raise, Johnson, to stick around in Detroit. Remember, yeah. teams wanted him last offseason. But this is a loose Losing mindset like in life, not that I'm anyone who should give life advice, but if you're t only taking a job because of how being fired would be easier from it, then it's not the right job to take. The goal to take the job is to be Mike Tomlin, to be there for 20 years, to win Super Bowls and compete every year. If you're thinking about what will happen if I lose here, then it's not the right job for you because you should be taking a job where you're thinking about how many times can we win here. Okay. Life advice from the big guy. I want to hear from Bryce Young. Yes. Go ahead. Well, Bryce Young, you know, at, uh, after the firing of Frank Reich, met with the media yesterday and was asked his thoughts on his coach being let go. We all take ownership, uh, especially offensively. It, it, it's all of us. Um, you know, we, we all, I think we all, we all look in the mirror. We all, you know, there's all things that we could have done better. We all wanted to do better. And it's, you know, it's a collective unit. There's no... There's no finger pointing from players, coaches, to nothing. Like there's no, we all, um, we all could have been better, and we have to improve. We all share in that. We all talk. You know, we all feel like, you know, again, you never want to see, you never want to see people lose their job. You never want to see people fight. You, we, we wanted to, of course, come in, especially this being a new team. We wanted to come in and, and conquer things together and, and accomplish our goals together. And we all take responsibility in that not not being the case. Did you? Did you edit that? I told what points we wanted on the clip. We all? A lot of we, we all? A lot of a lot of we alls. I would just like to say to Bryce Young, been doing this my whole entire adult life. I've repeat the same I've gotten in that trap where I, I come up with something and I repeat it. So I'm not clowning you, kid. But he he wasn't he wasn't effusive in his no. praise for Frank Reich. No, but you could tell he's down. The the thing that came across to me is that, you know, when he has the helmet on, you can see he's small. That's whatever. Whatever you want to say about But he just is so much younger. I know he's 22, but, like, I think sometimes we forget because they're on the field, we can't see their faces, how young he really is. Like, he looks like a baby. By the way, I still don't understand. You, you prefaced your little with, I'm not one to give life advice, but you gave life advice. What exactly was the life advice? Uh... Don't make decisions based on what if this goes wrong. You should make decisions on how good this could be if it goes right. 
Because <laughs> the reason you would take the, the Panthers job, well, if it goes wrong, he's going to pay me a big buyout. I'm going to leave. Like, the real mindset is be, which franchise can I go to and contend for Super Bowls? You're welcome. Th thanks, Dustin. Uh, Pollard, 21 and a half receiving yards. Is that what your number is? Uh, Seahawks I th stink I think against running backs catching the football out of the backfield. And you're going to be running that soft cover three. Find some nice little spots for Pollard to squat. Usage rate's going to go up. Let's take the over receiving yards for Pollard, 21 and a half. Go ahead, big guy. Our tingles are synced here. Uh, Seahawks allow the fourth most receiving yards to running backs, 41.9 a game. And I think because the Seahawks have a good secondary, that could lead to more check downs for Pollard out of the backfield. Seattle has allowed this number to go over versus running backs eight out of 11 times this year. And the last two weeks, averaging 26 and a half receiving yards to RB1. So... Over 20 and a half, 21 and a half, either one, just do it. Pollard's going to be involved tonight. Also like Pollard, I'm not big anytime touchdown guy, but I think this is a night where he gets in. He gets in early. So I'm going to go first touchdown at four to one and minus $1.45 on anytime touchdown for Tony P. That's more, you know what? That's more than a tingle play. So for those that are just joining us on Sharp Money, like a tingle play is when you feel it down there. Yeah. And it's just like a tingle. Basically, every content provider on Twitter that gives you a play, it just feels like it. What we gave was analysis. So it's more than a tingle play. Well, no, I'm saying, but the analysis made that area tingle and kind of the areas around that area tingle. Got it. Fair enough, big guy. All also, right, would, I you, don't, would you say my dyed beard is like when someone gets a nose job and you know it looks fake, but you still make sure everyone sees that you did it and I to just, you it makes you feel good? I just want to tell you. All, and I'm not being I'm not saying this like Monday morning quarterback style. I noticed that it was dyed and I just didn't say anything. I think you're lying. No, 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 no. Because it is it is black as night, like in the desert. Is that where it gets the dark? But no, the moon's out. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Like well, my only point would be salt and pepper. Not just a good rap group in the 80s and 90s. That's what the ladies love. Can't, you know, can't do salt with the high blood pressure. <laughs> You're such a donk. Chris Fowler, thank you for, I don't know, three minutes. Brandon Anderson, Josh Applebaum, Brennan White, and Miles Simmons. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sharp Money. Good luck. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.